You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And today on the show, it's the trifecta. Yes. We have Mr. Jason Hunter from Restore from Backup. What's up, Jason? Hello. How are y'all? How are y'all doing? Jason, great, thanks so much great. for coming on the show. As Timothy said, we've already had your two co-curators on and we've got, at least, I mean, he has too. We've gushed quite a bit over yes, what you guys yes. got going on over at Restore From Backup. But for those people who may not know who you are, do you mind giving us a background on who you are, how you got into photography? Yeah, absolutely. I'll try to keep it condensed because uh, my <laughs> old man, I was, I'm 35. So I've been doing it for a while and I grew up with film. But I didn't, I haven't been into photography, but maybe 10 years or so. Uh, when I was in the Navy, I traveled a lot. So mm-hmm. after I went on a couple of deployments, I was like, it's about time for to get a real camera. So I bought a Nikon uh, D, it was like 5300 or something like that. And some people said, oh, you have a pretty good eye for it. So my wife's friend was getting married. She couldn't afford a wedding photographer. Uh, so I shot her wedding. Oh, and then wow. After I did that, I did what every sane person would do. I went out, sold that. I bought a uh, Canon 5D Mark III and some L glass and just kind of like totally went into it like after one day. (laughs) So I shot with that for a little bit. And then I bought a, it was like a Spotmatic, but it was from Lazat's. So it was like custom with like the red leather and stuff. And then that's when I started getting back into film. So I went through a phase with that. And then I got into Micro Four Thirds photography and like loved it. And then ever since then, I've been kind of an Olympus fanboy. Mm. Uh, ah, cool, so I had like an OM4 cool. Ti. I had their their uh, Micro Four Thirds kit. I got my XA2. The best camera I think that's ever been invented is the XA2. I hear that a lot. So I I stuck with that for a while uh, and just kind of dabbled. I'm just a hobbyist. And in 2016, I found out my dad had cancer, and then mm-hmm. that's like I went all in on film. Like the whole all of film just made me happy. From giving me something to look forward to, get my negatives back. To yep. scrolling through eBay at night, trying to find bargains. Yep. <laughs> like, every, it's a whole it, thing, yeah. It was. It was like therapy. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it happened. And then from then till this summer when I got my Fuji X-T4, I've shot nothing but film. I've just been totally all in. Um, now I'm starting to dabble back again with the, the Fuji stuff. But uh, that's that's pretty much it. I'm just a, a boring photographer. Uh, I like mundane <laughs> same, things, same. nothing really exciting, but that's what I like. I'm in a boring area and Chesapeake's kind of between Norfolk, Virginia and Virginia Beach. Mm. So I can travel and get a little bit of the city or the beach. But my whole thing with my photography is that when you see it, I hope that you feel like you can shoot no matter where you live. I don't live in San Francisco or New York right. or anything oh, like that. So I've been shooting a project where I'm just behind grocery stores. 
So that's been a thing for yeah, a while. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, because everybody has one. Right. So, you know <laughs> yep, what I mean? Yep. So if you can't find something interesting there, hopefully I can inspire you, I guess, to get out and shoot your, your neighborhoods and find something exciting, even if it's not exciting at all. I want to say, because you, you do a lot of really good work keeping the, at least for me, like the community inspired. On Twitter, you're, you're always posting little photo challenges like, okay, everybody, we're going to post a picture of something red. And then I go, ooh, what do I have that's, what if I shot that's red? And I go through my archive and then I post and people like will respond to it. And honestly, just that has like inspired me. It really just keeps me like, Mm -hmm. it's another aspect of inspiration. And did you start out with that with the Restore from Backup or was that something you always were into doing? Well, what happened, you want me to tell you how we started it? Yeah. I mean, let's let's, let's hear it. We've heard the other, let's hear your version. Yeah. (laughs) So what happened was. I messaged one of these bigger accounts and I got zero response. They saw my message, didn't respond. Mm. But this happened like over and over again. So one day I was playing this video game. It's called Prey. It's very underrated. (laughs) I was playing that. I paused it. I was so mad. I was like, I'm just going to create my own and like a little like F you to the man. We're going to be all about community. I'm going to answer everybody's messages. I'm going to like every picture that uses my hashtag. I'm just going to go all out. So I couldn't think of what to name it, but the mission that I was on was called Restore from Backup. And that's how the name came from. It was like just a chapter I was on in a game. Wow. So I know Zach said- It's such a good name. Yeah, it is. is. I just love it. I love it. Well, I thought it kind of fit because I was trying to- I don't know. Maybe I'm just BSing now, trying to make something out of nothing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I was trying to restore, you know, what mm. we had. Like it's supposed to be about community and like yeah. helping each other out and supporting one another. And I didn't feel like some of these other big accounts did that. If they did, they could at least say thanks or some kind of response, other than just right. seeing it and ignoring me. And maybe it's my ego or whatever. But I was like. I'm just going to do it myself then. So that's kind of how it got started. And I shared one of Zach's photos. I asked him. Justin said he was busy, so he couldn't join us. Uh, (laughs) So it just was me and Zach for a while. And then we realized that we needed somebody better than us. So we asked Han, who is way better than (laughs) us. She's a better photographer. She's nicer than us. She's the best. Yeah. She's the best. She's she's absolutely the best. She's Han is one of the best people I've met through the film community. And I'm glad to call her like a real friend. Mm -hmm. Same with Zach. But like, we're all, we, we call each other all the time, everything. is so from Man. just this alone, if nothing else happened, at least I have right. them. You know what I mean? So that, that's kind of how it got started. It got off slow and now it's like kind of blew up a little bit, way more than we expected. So, and then like I was talking to them today, I kind of feel like it's gotten out of control a little bit. Oh, really? So we, I, I want to... And we, we all agree. We're going to tone it back a little bit. Like, we're going to get rid of our Twitter account. Oh, see, but like the Twitter account. Well, I won't. Listen, if you guys are overwhelmed, yeah. I don't want to say like, no, yeah, keep it. Because Nat, Softboy Films, Nat started that. Like, yeah. she, I started I don't know how to use Twitter. So Nat took it over for me. But Nat got busy. Uh, so then I took it back over. Uh, and it's just too much. It's just too much. And I feel like there's so many people that reach out to us or tag us in their photos and I can't, they're not getting the best version of myself. Right, right. Because I'm spread too thin. I'm worried about updating the website or Twitter right. and subreddit or Facebook group, all this and that. We got a Discord. I don't even know how to use Discord, but we have a Discord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So I think we're just going to tone it back a little bit and get back to what it was meant out to be. It was meant to be something small and it was supposed to be a community, but with 500,000 pictures in the our hashtag wow. and yeah. 55,000 wow. people following us. It's, it's hard to be a small community when it's this size. I mean, that's the size of like a football stadium. That's true. <laughs> so it's like, I want to be, I want to be there for everybody. And I don't want anybody to feel like I did that day that we started it. I want right. to be there for mm. them. So if they need something or they have questions or they need advice, I'm not the best with advice and I'm not the best photographer, but I'll be more than willing to like listen to you and, yeah. and help you out any way I can. So that's that's kind of where we're at right now with it. That just... It's so beautiful. Yeah. It, it, because I, I honestly, when I'm on the internet or talking on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, even personally, I only ever hear great things about that group 
You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not like on Reddit. There's some scary ass groups on Reddit. Like I get scared when I go in there. I'm like, God, are they talking about us? You know, like yeah. uh, I don't even want to know. But there's just like such a bond in a community. I wish I don't know. I, I, I wish it wasn't so overwhelming. Like I wish we all had the monetization to right. hire a staff. Like yeah. you know, yeah. Chris and I have full time jobs and stuff. Like we're busy all the time. Plus we have this and it's like it's it's overwhelming when you got messages to respond to, questions to be answered answered episodes to edit you know it's just like it's a lot and you want to be the best for everybody because damn it does suck when you like message your somebody that you look up to and you know you can still see that it's unread sitting in their box like like oh i guess i'm not cool enough because they're answering 20 other questions over here you know it's it's crazy social media is nuts and like i hear i know some people are busy right and i don't want to act like I just, I do, oh, I'm just Mr. Wonderful and I do everything. But like my dad had cancer. He passed away last year. I'm in grad school. I work a full-time job. I answer every DM that we get. I respond to every, anybody that leaves me any kind of comment, even if it's just an emoji on my personal work, I say, thank you. If you took the time to stop and say something to me, I'm going to take the time and repay the favor. I think that's how it should be. It really bothers me when I see people that get a lot of attention and don't give the same attention back to Mm. the people. That is big. Yeah. But I mean, everybody's different. Some people post a photo and log off for the day. You know, mm-hmm. me, I'm on here at like six o'clock in the morning until I go to I bed know. looking at things. <laughs> so like I obsess over it. Um, I'm probably addicted to it really, but uh, <laughs> that's just how it is. And uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I wish I I wish I had that. Honestly, I I'm the the post a picture log off for the day type of person which is no disrespect to anyone who shoots me a message i do try to get back to everybody that writes me and stuff but i don't want to be in a position where i'm neglecting i'm i'm really bad at stuff like that like if i get hooked you know if i'm hooked i'm that's it. I have mm-hmm. tunnel vision, man. I am in. I mean, look, look at the cameras that I have. Look at the. You know what I mean? Like I'm hooked. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough for me to kind of separate real life from you know my little avatar online, and I try to do the best I can. I really, really want to do better with that this year. That's a big thing. I think for it's me. it's all about like managing your time. Like if you were to say, like even you know the people that don't respond because they're overwhelmed. It's like okay, well, do it an hour before you go to bed. Like if you go to bed at ten. Yeah. Like nine to 10 is when I'll log on and respond, you know? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I do. Um, I know Zach was talking about, we have a kind of a set schedule. Like I take the mornings, mm-hmm. Zach takes the afternoon, yeah, Han yeah. takes the night. So when I wake up at 6.30 before I go to work, while I'm drinking my coffee, I find a picture to post. I answer any messages from that night. Mm-hmm. I post a photo of my own. I give it an hour window. So whoever responds in that first hour or so, I'm right off the bat, I'm I'm there. If anybody has a question from the night before, I can answer their questions. And I get a bunch of random questions that I have no answer to. Because uh, yeah. I, send, <laughs> I send all my film off to Zach, who yeah. works in the lab. Uh, so they're like, if I push portrait, you know, two stops and what temperature should it be? And I'm like, dude, yep. I don't know, man. Just That's here's- me. That's me. I'm like, I don't know temperatures either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Here, check out this guy. His name's Zach Parks. Yeah. Uh, at Zach Park over. Photos. He can answer that. Just I'll send them your way. Uh, so I just kind of stay in my lane. But if it's a question about whatever, I've been shooting with the X-T4. Um, so I've been getting a lot of Fuji questions. And um, mm. that I can answer because I have it in front of me. And digital's obviously pretty simple. I mean, it's cut and dry. Right. So you said that Restore from Backup is scaling back. Do you think... Is that leaving yourself open for personal work of your own? Like yeah, any well, projects? See, well, I am a um, do first, think later type yeah. of guy. Um, <laughs> Same. I know yeah. Han was talking about it too, but it's the truth. I have like a million ideas going on mm-hmm. at once. Like the Discord thing. Somebody's like, you should get a Discord. I'm like, I don't know what Discord is, but if you want me to set one up, I will. <laughs> so I'm I on set it. one up. Uh, yeah. Somebody was like, we need a website. I got a website. Somebody said, you need a Twitter did that as for my own personal work i have like two or three projects going on right now will i ever finish them who knows uh (laughs) like i'm shooting the back of stores and things like that with my fuji camera this guy is i think his name's dan if dan if you're listening i'm really sorry i messed your name up somebody put on twitter they're like i have all these rolls of film does anybody want them just say you want them and i'll get you can have them. So oh, I was like, that's the best. Oh, I'll take some. Yeah. I, was, I yeah. was out taking photos. I come home. There's a box 
of like Tri-X and T-Max sitting on my doorstep. And like, I was like, where did this come from? The guy's like, oh, I live down the street. Wow. So I no went to way. go mail it and I just dropped it off at to you. So I had like this like bunch of black and white films. So I'm talking to Pete. He does static age zines. So I think I'm going to shoot a black and white. I don't shoot black and white ever. So I think Ugh. I'm going to shoot a, a, a <laughs> zine of just nothing but black and white. Do it. Then on top of that, like I was saying that my mom bought me 400H for Christmas, even though she <laughs> yes. didn't know what she was getting. But the funny That's story so about funny. that is my dad, he gave me my RB67. So when wow. I got my RB67 from my dad, he gave me a box of 400H. So the first rolls that I put through it was 400H. Wow. No my way. My mom got me some 400H for Christmas. So I kind of want to shoot. I've been thinking about this today because this is just mm-hmm. recent. But I kind of want to shoot like my childhood home. My dad was a firefighter. Yeah. Go photograph the fire station that he worked at. Like all my childhood memories on the camera my dad left me. And I think that's kind of like, I've since this has happened, I'm kind of like shifting towards that. And mm. I think that's probably going to be my next project. But who knows? Like I have scans. I have like a bunch of negatives. He was in, my dad was a UDT. So before they had the Navy SEALs, they had the underwater demolition team. So yeah. my dad was like yeah. a SEAL before the SEALs. Wow. Uh, but That's I have amazing. negatives of like Kodachrome and stuff that he left me that, and wow. it's like amazing work. Amphib boats going on the beaches, like all kinds of crazy stuff. So I thought Dude, about putting I would that love together to see that. Yeah. in a book, like a book of my dad, but I don't want to do it until I can do it like right. I, I want yeah. to pay it justice yeah. in like a hardcover type of book. As far as projects goes, I'm not bored. That's for sure. Between grad school <laughs> and work and like, I just have like, like, I know, Timothy, what you were saying, you have, like, a little book, like, a moleskin book or whatever full of ideas. That's the same. I carry Dude, a it's field never notes. Ending. Yeah. Anytime I get something, I write it down. Oh, this would be a good idea. Let me do this. Oh, this is a good yep. idea. Let me do this. Yep. Uh, and then anytime, we always get suggestions because I like asking mm-hmm. people what they think about Restore from Backup because I don't know what the what the climate's like. What do people think about us? Mm-hmm. Uh, are we lumped in with the other groups that I don't care for or do they think highly of us? So I just want everybody to know that I I appreciate them. Nothing's ever taken for granted. Um, I really do care. Uh, like, seriously, like I'm up at night caring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like worrying about things. So whenever somebody gives a suggestion, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm open. Somebody was saying the other day that we don't share enough from our hashtag for people under a thousand followers. So mm-hmm. I'm like, say less. I got you. So now yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to we're going to do that. So whatever they want, I'm here to give them. It's I've always looked at it since day one. This has never been my thing. It's never Zach's thing. It's never Han's yeah, right. thing. Yeah. This is a community yeah. thing. And as a community, we should make decisions on our own. I mean, as a, you know, a collective and things like that. So if, if they want something and I can give it to them. They have all of me, whether it costs me money, like making a website or we're going to do whatever, this and that. I'm totally down. Whatever they want, I'm I'm there for them. Oh, I love that. I, I know. love that. It, it's just another example of how community is king. And yeah. It, it's it's my favorite thing in the world. You know, like I've I've had some of the realest conversations with people I've never met just because they're also a film photographer. Yeah. Like, or a photographer, you know, it, it, it really, when it comes down to it, it really doesn't matter what you shoot with. But I did want to touch back on your dad for one second. Now, was was he a photographer? Is that, was that his thing or was it kind of just like a hobby for him? Uh, my dad didn't have hobbies. Like his hobbies work. Mm. <laughs> like that was, <laughs> okay. That was, I get that, it. I get yeah. it. He had his own business. He was a firefighter for, 34, uh, for 32 years in Norfolk, Virginia. He retired. He's like, I'm going to part-time work at the rescue squad because we moved to North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to part-time do this. Give it like two years and the band was like running it. Um, wow. So that's just how he was. But he always had a camera. He had a little Nikon FE. So he had good choice. He had good taste. I will say yeah. that. The man had good yeah. taste in cameras. But he just kind of shot as a, as a hobbyist. But looking back at his work, now that I'm into it, he had a pretty a pretty good eye. And I don't know if that's just me being sentimental towards my dad, mm. um, especially now that he's like passed away. Yeah. But I'll, I'll send you some. And I had put some up before of his work. I think someone's like, if you scroll far enough down on my Instagram, you can see it. Okay. Um, okay. But I mean, you're talking about like late 50s, early 60s, and he's in Rome and the Vatican and things like that. Wow. Um, so there's all kinds of like fiats everywhere and- Beatles. <laughs> um, so even that is just a nice nostalgia, like nostalgia trip. 
Um, just looking over yeah. that. But I think that I know when he gave me the RV67, it wasn't it wasn't his. It wasn't like a, a, a hand-me-down. He asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And he's uh, like, what about that RV thing they wanted? And mm. I was thinking, wow. I had knew that he had cancer um, at the time. But I was like, this is perfect. No batteries. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it'll never go bad on me. It'll right. never just dud. So that's what he gave me. And I don't know if I'm crazy or what. But when he passed, I'm like, I can't shoot it again. So oh. I shot one roll of it. This is September. Every photo, it was like my favorite photo. Like they wow. all, like the clouds were magical. The day was magical. And then like since then, I just, I shelved it. And like I, I told Zach the other day, I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to ever shoot with this camera again. I might just get a CLA and just put it away until I'm ready. Right. Um, Cause it like makes me think of him. Yeah. And uh, yeah. like I took a, my favorite picture ever. I took a portrait of him with it. And he was like, he had chickens. <laughs> he was like getting yeah. eggs and he's got like a little <laughs> basket with his chicken eggs. Yeah. So the camera's pretty magical. And obviously my dad's, you know, my dad. Right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's something, it's something special. And then that's like how photography and, and why this is all so important. You know what I mean? You take yep. pictures of like, I wish I took more pictures of him and right. I always uh. had a camera with me. So I haven't, I have pictures, but it's never enough. So right. like if my only advice to anybody ever, if you think you have enough pictures of the ones you love, you don't. You right. just really wow. don't, you know, you can't, you can't take too many pictures of the people you love in your life and you just got to hold them tight. So, so true. It is. It is and not, not to get sappy and I don't want this to be like a sad episode of, of mm. you know, but like I lost my dad. I've lost my aunt. I've lost two of my best friends. There used to be a group of five of us in high school. Two of us are gone. And like, there's just not enough people like pictures of these people. Right. Uh, and this is from the person that always had a camera on them. So what was I? I don't know what I was doing. Right. Dude, that's so real. Yeah. Like, that's so real. It yeah. is. And what a great what a great thing to have what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the bond that that brings between you and your dad. Like of do you think maybe that has a reason why photography is so important to you? Is you think that has much to do with it or Yeah, because I think I think two thousand sixteen. I, I when I was into photography before, it's because I'm into gadgets. I like having the latest computer, I right. like having uh, the latest yeah. phone and mm-hmm. Cameras are a, a gadget. So, but I think the tipping point was 2016 when I found out my dad had cancer. Um, and I started going on walks and shooting film and just slowing down. And I think it's really important to have time with yourself. Mm. Um, whether you listen to music or whatever. I personally, I like to listen to music. I know some people don't, but it just gives you a time to like collect yourself. And my wife's not into photography, so it's just it's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? She likes doing me and her do wedding things on the side, and she does all the work. I'm just there with her <laughs> while she's shooting. Uh, but that's her thing. But photography is like my thing, and it gives me a right. chance to catch up with myself and see how I'm doing. Because I think that's important to see how oh, you're doing. Man. It is. That's true. Because when I was having trouble going out and shooting, now. I'm not in that space anymore. And I really am just like, I have to go take pictures. I have to go take, I have to go for a walk. I have to, you know, and it really is like my alone time. It's like my reset. Checking in with yourself. Exactly what you said. It's it's exactly, you're exactly right. And I get like, I, I think maybe I've forgotten that part of it when I was not feeling it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, I think a lot of people are weren't feeling it in the summer. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? It's pretty it's, rough. It's a tough year, man. Yeah. It was pretty, it was like, I don't want to keep talking about my dad, but this is the last thing I'll say about him. It was hard because my my dad died March 18th. I got fired from my job mm. two days later. I was mm. on leave from like burying my dad and I got fired because uh, we all got laid go because of COVID, right? Right. So all this happened and I never stopped being there for anybody. I, I still, I went, before I went to my dad's funeral, I featured a photo uh, wow. on Restore from Backup. But- I I liked it, and then people were like, "Take a break." I'm like, "No, yeah. that's that's the last thing that I want to do." That's the last, yeah. Right. So I get that. I bought like, I've oh man, last year I've had to bought like 15, 20 cameras. Like I was going through, <laughs> I was going through cameras yeah. like all the time. What were you buying? Share some. Uh, I so I had a Canon P, uh, a Mia six four five. I had a Texas Leica. Uh, I had a Canonette. I bought my Rolleiflex. I bought wow. a C three thirty. 
I bought uh, <laughs> I bought a Yashuka 365. Let's see. I got my Canon Rebel last year. Uh, Ooh. What else did I get? I, I had a ton. It was funny because like there was, you know, that Pokemon meme and it's like, what Pokemon yep. is this? Somebody put up thing and it was like, what camera is Jason going to get next? Yeah. <laughs> like the blank. I think I've ever seen that. <laughs> yeah. The blank thing. Uh, uh, and of course, like I didn't buy all these at once. I was like buying and trading and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And of then course. like I got my Roly Flex and then that was it. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. This is it. This is, this is kind of the end goal. No, no camera is more fun to use than a TLR. I'm, oh believer in that. i'm right yeah. there with you on yeah. that i've been in i've been in it with those yeah. lately yeah because well, i had i used to have a yashica mat uh, 124g amazing camera i sold it i bought a yashica 365 for like 70 bucks from an estate sale i shot my zine on it the one is battlefield boulevard pete at static age did an amazing job putting it together but i forgot to put words in there so there's no words it's just pictures uh, so it doesn't explain what it is, but it's all, it's called Battlefield Boulevard because that's the road I live on. So it all took place okay. on that. Okay. I shot with the Yashica and I used only Portra and that's all I did. But th- when I got that back, I was like, oh, I need something better. So I got a mm. three, six, uh, or the Mia Mia C330 and I was like, oh, this isn't this Roly Flex though. So I just kept going and going until step I got up, it. Step up, step up, step up. Yeah. And like, I, like me and my wife have a, a rule. My rule is I can have the same amount of cameras, no more, no less, right? Because I'm not going to get rid of any. Uh, right. But if I buy one, one has to go. Oof. And now it's like, now it's like I have, I have my Roly Flex, my Mimias 330, my XA2, and my Rebel, and my RB67. And it's like, I have two perfect 35 millimeter cameras. I have two perfect TLRs, and I have my RB. Like, none of them can go. I don't know what. I don't know what can go before I get something because like I kind of want a Leica. I hate rangefinders, uh, but I've never owned a Leica, so I had a canopy. I put two rolls to it. I'm like, I don't want it. And it was funny is because Zach, when I got it, Zach's like, you're not gonna like it. So when you sell it, just let me know. Oh. Sure enough, <laughs> I put two rolls to it. I saw them. I was like, here you go, dude. You can. It's yours. You can. You can take it from me. That's so. You funny. didn't like the ca- oh, the Canon man. P. That's like one of the rangefinders I wanted and never got. I I think I I liked it. I didn't like the lens. I had one of those collapsible lenses. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and I think I need glasses because like one roll was completely blurry. The other roll yeah. was like okay, but like. I don't know what I'm thinking. Like everybody's like, if you get a like, it's different. I'm like, is it though? Like, is it? It really? is because uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right when I got the the M7, when I got my M7 off of Chris, I was contemplating sending it in for a CLA right away. You know what I mean? I was just like, I just want to send it off, make sure everything's good. So I ordered a Canon P off of eBay, bought one. And I'll tell you what, it is a beautiful camera. And if I wouldn't have had a Leica sitting right there, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But it it doesn't have the weight. It's a little tinny sounding compared to like mm-hmm. a Leica. You know, it's if you want a Leica and you just it's out of your price range, definitely get a Canon P yeah. because they are sleek and like simple and very good, reliable cameras. But if you're a stubborn camera collector hoarder like me and everyone else <laughs> yeah. that's in this room right now that <laughs> i was I, everybody's telling me the like the perfect analogy is for it it's like all right well you have your roliflex 2.8c mm-hmm. like compare that to how the yashica was it's like your canopy is yes. like a yashica the leica is like a roliflex and Dude, like, you're, right. you're on to something here and yeah i so what this is what i did i don't know if this is crazy or not what i did was i bought a cheap version of every kind of camera Right. Mm. So I didn't go out and buy a Leica. I started with a Canon P. I didn't go out and buy a Roliflex. I started with a Yashica. Uh, and then after I tried them all, I'm like, okay, this is my style of camera. TLR and six by six is my, uh, my jam. Smart. I'm going to get a Roliflex now that I know that I like it. And this, the style of camera. And then you get it and you're like, this is it. This is my grail. I'm never getting anything. And then three months goes by and you're back on eBay <laughs> yeah. and I'm looking at Leicas and like, I don't, I'm so embarrassed true. to say it. I'll whisper it because I don't, I'm embarrassed to say it. You don't even know what kind of Leica I want. I just want a CLA. I'm a M- Minolta CLA. That's the kind of Leica I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even want a real one. Either I want, I don't want any bells and whistles and I want like a M2 or M3 mm-hmm. or I just want something smart like a cla or like a cl something like that 
Man, uh, I, I really think you should try to find a friend that'll loan it to you, loan you one for like oh, a week or two. Yeah, to, like to we, play like with our it. friend. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> we'll have to see if he has one yeah. floating around right now. <laughs> um, I don't know what I would do if my fiance said, "Okay, you got another camera. Choose one to get rid of." I would be like, "Oh, oh, right." I that that yeah. That, first of all, that would never happen. He would never do that to me because <laughs> that's torture. But it's a great compromise, though. I it mean, is. it really is because it can get out of hand. It can get out of hand. Yeah, because I'm like, well, no, we just need another shelf. What do you what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> can we add a new shelf? Yeah, well, I don't think it would be that bad if I was like only into photography, but mm. like uh, I, I like mm-hmm. other things. So I'm like, oh, I need a new computer and oh, new I 4K see. monitors. Yeah. Oh. I don't have an OLED TV. How am I going to play my new Xbox that just came out <laughs> on a regular TV? I need an OLED one. So it's like all these other things. And I drive a, I drive my dad's old truck. So it's like 22 years old. But it's, it's rad. It's a rad truck. Mm. Uh, but like any cold morning can take this truck out of business and I could be $2,200 <laughs> in whole, you know? Yeah. Uh, every time I started and it's like under 30, I'm like, come on now. Like, come on, baby, one more. <laughs> wake the whole neighborhood up because it's got a V8 in it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I love it. So it's like, it's it's a nice compromise because it like keeps us from having like excess things. Right, right. Um, no, that like makes why, sense. That's why I don't, I don't develop my own film. Like I'll start developing my own film when I can do it justice. But we live in a townhouse mm-hmm. and we're talking about moving soon. But I don't have room for like a scanner and like all the chemicals and right. like everything Dude, like it's that. It's a whole other ball yeah, game. So, yep. Like I don't even want to dip my toes into it. Like I know that when I send my film... The Spartan Film Lab and Zachary Parks gets his hands on it. He's going to mm-hmm. take good care of me and treat it like his own. So, like, why do I even want to mess with it when he sends me a picture? He's like, I got your film. And he's like, I'm yeah, at work today, so I'm going to get it done. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to mess with this. This is no. perfect. Uh, that's just so funny because I'm kind of in the same. I'm, I'm starting to get back into making music and... Here I am looking up like $300 synthesizers and bass guitars and guitars and oh maybe I can fit a drum set over here. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, where do I think this magic money's yeah. coming from? Like, why do I think I just have like endless funds to have every wonderful hobby in the world? Maybe I'm lucky that it's only photography for me. Yeah, you luck. Yeah. <laughs> lucky girl. Very. Well, it's like too, like as soon as I got my Fuji, I told, I try, I told you I'm trying not to talk too much about the, the Fuji, but I love it. I it's love all right. It. I, it's all right. I even bought a hat. I bought like a Fuji. Oh. I bought a oh, Fuji okay. hat. <laughs> That's uh, it. I'm hitting stop on the yeah, recording. Nah. Uh, but like, as soon as I got it, I'm like, maybe I should get an X100V. That looks pretty solid. So somebody was like, why don't you reach out to Fuji and see if you can just borrow stuff? Mm. And I'm like, dude, Ooh. there's no way. There's no way Fuji is going to look at my photos of a corner of a building and be like, yeah, this guy right here, <laughs> this guy from Chesapeake, Virginia, taking pictures of the food line deserves our gear. Oh, so man. I, put, I love it. I put my feelers out and then I got an email from Fuji and they're like, here, just fill out this application. And then next thing I know, I got a phone call from oh, wow. this lady named Stacy that works at Fuji, <laughs> who's lovely. And she's like, you can have whatever you want. She's like, I love <gasps> your photos. You can have whatever camera you want. Just fill out this form. So now Dude. I'm like a Fuji collaborator, I guess. So I have like an X100V coming to me and an X-Pro3. That's uh, so cool. That's amazing. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm really thankful. But she's like, I like your work. And it's different from what we normally get. We get a lot of the same like street photography. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wedding photography, mm. oh. landscapes, mm. um, and the fact that you shoot film, we'd like to really know your thoughts on what it's like. 
Yeah, you know why? Because they're. I think they they like want to emulate film in in like a good way. You know, like yeah. they they really kind of. I really. I'm not. I don't mean to speak for them, but from what I've heard, like you know, they have all the the like presets in the camera mm-hmm. that are like yeah. film emulators. And they're really good, and it, it they they make rangefinders that feel like like film range. I don't remember the name of the one that I tried, but yeah, the they're, 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 yeah, that that's the one. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're that makes a lot of sense that they would be like in tune to the fact that you shot film, you know? Yeah, because like when I had a D seven fifty, and like I only use two primes. I use a fifty and eighty five. That's like the only primes I have. So my D seven fifty was a little old. So I was like, oh, I want to get another camera, and it took a lot of convincing. To convince my wife that Fuji was the right brand for us and not like Canon or something like that that you see a lot of and like especially like portrait photography and things. So I got it. I took it out one time and I'm like, this thing is like rad. I put yeah. the ISO dial on 400 like I normally would. I set my shutter speed to 400 and I put it on ah. F16 and I'm shooting it like a sunny 16. I keep the screen folded. Yep. And I think this is I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I think the biggest reason people hate digital is one, there's too many options when you mm-hmm. shoot it, how you edit your photos, right. how it is, and things like that. And it gets overwhelming. But if you take the teachings of film and apply it to digital, I think then it gets a lot more simple. Shoot it manually like you would your regular film for a camera. Only take, you know, 16 shots, 10 shots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be this. You don't have to like spray and pray and like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. come up with a memory card full. Of, like I, I have a 16 gigabyte memory card in my X-T4. Like that's, I'm never going to use more than that. And I come home with the same, like 36 photos, something like that. Maybe it's a little less sometimes, maybe a little more. And I sit here and I edit them and I'm like, I love it. It's just, it's nice. Plus what I've been doing and don't tell my wife, but anytime, <laughs> anytime that I would spend money on film, I just put it in my savings account. Oh, so that's had, smart. Yeah. So I'm like, this was, I took photos. It would cost me $40 this week. I'm going to put $40 a week away and save up. And then I have a fridge full of film. I'm just going to shoot what I have. And at the end of the year, buy myself something, maybe a Leica, who knows? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, probably not. I'm probably not going to buy a Leica. <laughs> I, I don't think I like it. I don't think I like it. But I get that. You yeah. know, I don't know. Maybe like, I think I would like a Hasselblad 500C. M. Now you're uh, talking. You know what yeah. I mean? That's probably my, that would probably really be my jam. But yeah, like I think digital has been like saving me a little bit of money. This time of the year sucks anyways in Virginia because I live yeah. in like the swamp. So mm-hmm. anytime I shoot film now, it's like, ah, oh, that's wasted rolls. So this is like, I can play around, get outside and I'm not wasting money. But I like, man, I, I like the, that, that camera might be my the favorite camera I've ever owned. It really might be. You know, that's you're, awesome, you're, you know, you're, you're not the only one who shoots digital that way. You know, shoots digital in the sense of like, I know this is not going to be my works of art. This is just going to be me capturing the moment while I'm here versus like saving the film for some grand thing that who knows when it'll happen, especially now, you know? Right. Yeah. Because like, if you go through my Instagram feed, you'll see it. There's an orange building. Uh, that's a food line. <laughs> so I was behind the food <laughs> line. I shot it with my Fuji. I was like, man, this thing looks rad. So I took my Rebel out and I shot it on Lumo 800. And like, I like the Fuji, but it looks so much better on Lumo 800 because it was like Ooh. so much more like punchy and contrasty. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I could edit it to look like that or whatever. But I was like, summer comes. I'm coming back here yep. with my Rolly Flex and I'm going to make some squares out of these little scenes. Ooh. And it's going to be that. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And I kept, I keep a field notes on me and I'm like, okay, this is where I was at with my Fuji. These are the shots I got on this day. And then when it's getting nicer outside, I'm going to revisit them all with the, the Rolly Flex or my RB67 or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of like scouting. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't I didn't expect to like it as much as I did because I can't seem to quit. My Rolly Flex has been loaded up with film and sitting on the shelf before Christmas. And I go to grab it and I'm like, do I want to waste this roll or do I just want to go <laughs> ride around for a little bit and just shoot this? And then I just, I grabbed the Fuji and I've been grabbing it. But I think, I don't know what I was scared of. I like, I didn't know if I was going to lose my film street cred. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, no. I, I swear, I swear to you, if you, on my Twitter, it has the, I took a screenshot of it and it's like my Twitter banner, but I bought the Fuji. I took it out one weekend I was like, does anybody have any questions? The first question I got was like, well, if you like film so much, why are you shooting digital? Oh, boy. And I'm like, this is the first 
digital time I've shot in like four years, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> so come on. I don't know. It's just uh, some people. That whole that whole divide is like need. We need to unify yeah. the divide. I'm trying to. As yeah. an official Fuji, I don't want to say official, as a would-be <laughs> Fuji shooter, I would like to bridge the gap and pay tribute to both sides of the field. Um, yeah. I think we, I can bring us together. I think that's yeah. what I'm going to do. I love that because I shoot both. I, I mean, I, I shoot both because I, for work. Right. So I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not a purist by any means. I think that the like unifying everybody... It's all photography. We're all doing. We're all making photos. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Imagine this now. Okay, you have your M6 or M3, whatever your choice of Leica is, right? Then you have an M10, right? You have a digital, a digital Leica to go along with your film Leica, and now mm. you have best of both worlds. The lenses fit the same. That's yeah. like the dream. That's yeah. like honestly, it if is. I like le- rangefinders, that would be like I would sell everything I had and just like that would be my two cameras. Right, um, but I can't see. So here we are with the I need a big <laughs> Rolly Flex, you know, ground glass to look through. It's crazy though how many times I've taken a picture of the same birdhouse walking to and from work on film. When if I just had like a little decent point and shoot like <laughs> digital camera to satisfy that itch that I need to press the trigger, I'd, I would have so much more film or cameras or money maybe one of those things it, it's so smart to demo things but i'm not gonna i was gonna bring a butt into it i'm not gonna bring a butt into it <laughs> no, chris no. what were you gonna say you were about to yeah, say i something. don't remember <laughs> i don't remember i just i mean wh- when we were in our clubhouse today mm-hmm. uh christopher he was saying about uh he gave he kind of sat me down and was talking about how because i i'm not a purist by any means but i shoot film for what that film stock has like i have a stock for every kind of look and mental right. feeling and, and grit and this and that. And there's been rooms on this clubhouse thing where they're talking about editing Portra to look like 400H now that 400H is gone. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, why? <laughs> it just seems so weird. Yeah. Like, why are we getting that into editing? I mean, but I learned something. Who cares? Right. People can do whatever the hell they want. Right. And I don't know why I'm, I was on a pedestal there and yeah. I was glad I kind of got, got tapped on the shoulder and been like, Tim, shut up. Yeah. You're kind of sounding stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've had, I feel like there's photographers that we know that are like, yeah, I edit my film. So yeah. I mean, I, I've done it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't want to. I, you know. I. I mean, I don't usually either. But Same. I. But like, fine. You know, I'm not. I'm not like. I don't have a vendetta against anybody who does. Yeah, I straighten. I straighten and crop. But that's like about mm-hmm. it. Because a lot of my stuff is like literally corners of buildings. Um, right. So they have to be straight, or they're going right. to be like wonky looking, and I look stupid. Oh man, horizon lines or building lines. Yeah, are just a- just crop out those like film frames. We don't need them. You can straighten <laughs> your photos for the love of God, please. Just we don't like. I, that's like my biggest concern about like where films heading is like people. I don't get me wrong. Before I put my foot in my mouth and I make a fool of myself, <laughs> I think it's great that film is on a resurgent. Right. But, like I swear we're oh, like. Yeah. We're like six months away from Nike putting out some kind of Kodak jacket or something like that. And yeah. Like a thing. And like everybody's shooting with it and 10 grand for an M6 now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, that's like my biggest concern is like I hope that people that shoot film because they believe they'll get some kind of clout from it. I hope they really enjoy it and start shooting it because they want to yes. and not because they think this is going to give me extra likes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, not going to lie, I'll be totally open. When I first got my Fuji, I took a few photos and I was like, do I share these on my Instagram mm. account? There's nothing but film. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. like, people are like, sure, why not? Yes, and it's photography. I, exactly. Yeah, I shared them. And then like, these are probably some of my, I don't want to say, I don't have a whole lot of great photos, but they're probably some of my better photos that I've gotten from the Fuji just because I'm having fun. And I think that when you have fun and you're enjoying yourself, I think that that's displayed in your work, you know, I think it totally, I think that that transfers over. And when people know that you're having a good time and you're being positive about things, I think that's it. So this year is like my 2021 goal is just to share whatever I want. I take a ton of photos that nobody ever sees. And I think I've kind of like, pigeonhole myself into this like little niche of corners and boring things and that's mainly what i shoot that's like 80 percent of what i shoot but i also take 
pictures of my cats. You know what I mean? Right. Like, why can't I? Me too. Why can't I share a photo of my cat? You know what I mean? It's my Instagram. It's I think, my. I think right. we, we get two in our heads. At least I'll speak for myself. Like as photographers, like what is our brand? What is our look? What is our style? It has to be in line with the style. I, I've been thinking about like, so, so like I'm getting married soon, right? And it might just be, you know, not not the grand wedding that will happen eventually, but a small thing. But I was like, okay, well, I gotta, I'll save, like, I'll, I'll make sure I take a film photo and then post that because that's in line with my Instagram. But like, what am I doing? I could just t- post a picture mm-hmm. of us. Like, why? It's too much. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it it just it gets to be that that way and like i i don't want to this is no i don't want to bash or seem like i'm bashing anybody that they could do whatever they want to do uh i don't want to judge anyone but i think people start hitting a certain point and not that i am a big name or somebody special or whatever but they start being afraid to like say what they want to say or share the photos they want to share and they've made a name for themselves doing this or that and uh, they don't want to deviate from that at all. And I never want to feel that way, whether I have, you know, 100 people that like my photos or 100,000. I think that I should be able to do whatever I want. I don't I don't get paid for this. This isn't my portfolio. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Dude, I was I was one of those people, man, just a couple years ago, you know? Yeah. You you also because we were you were on the t- Twitter, the Twitter thread with Matt Day and me about deleting, deleting your whole archive, like archiving your whole thing. And it, you said that you deleted your whole Instagram account. Yeah. Like a, like last October. A- and how many followers did you have? 15, 16,000 people. And it's like, right? it's back to where it was. Cool. That's like, great. Like, I did it because like, I was tired. I was like, just burnt. And I was like, mm. I found myself being scared to post whatever. I wanted to post. So instead of, you know, archiving and all this, I I kind of messed up because I was like, I got drive-by film guys, Corey and those guys hooked me up and like featured my photo and I'm like, Jason, move it counts. And it's like, oh, like, why did I, why did I even say anything? <laughs> like, and I said it on Restore from Backup too. I'm like, hey, I deleted my account. And I'm starting over. And then it was like, t- like two, three thousand in the first day. Wow. And it just like grew. And then like, here we are again. And like, I don't want to sound like not appreciative because i am i i I think i have a lot of imposter syndrome and i think a lot of people suffer from that me it's like it's like why why do you like this like i put my most liked photo on instagram is a yellow shopping cart it's just a yellow (laughs) shopping cart against the wall and it's not even film it's with my xd4 and it's like what do you see in this and then like i got a message (laughs) i posted it i got a message and somebody's like can i buy a print of this and I wow. said, you want, to, you want to print this? And I've sold like six or seven prints. And I wasn't even wow. selling prints. It was just people reaching out and saying, can I get a print of this yellow shopping cart? And thank you. I really appreciate yeah. you for doing uh-huh. that. And I hope it looks nice in your house. But like, I just didn't, I just don't see it. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's just me being hard on myself because I like to be, I think it's good to be hard on yourself. Um, when you feel like you're comfortable and you're a professional and there's no room for improvement, you're never going to improve. Right. So I see a lot of my stuff as practice. Like if I can go out here and make a food line look good and a shopping cart look good, <laughs> when I do decide to like become more than a hobby or take it more seriously, then hopefully this practice pays off. That's just kind of yeah. how I see it. And I don't, it's not that I don't like it, but when I see somebody and they have a big ego and they think I'm the best. I'm the best right. photographer. And I'm like, right. you're, you're selling yourself short. I'm not mad at you. You can believe whatever you want to believe. And if you believe that, that's fine. I hope that you are. But I feel right. like you're selling yourself short and you're making a promise to people that that follow you that you're something that you're not. And it goes to show it's like when I hit this upper echelon of photography, there's no room for growth. And I don't think that's true. I think, you know what I mean? Like. J.J. Abrams is still learning things and he's still making movies. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody that's good at their craft is still learning, you know? So I like to think that I suck, which I kind (laughs) of do. I like low key kind of believe it, but I like to think (laughs) that I suck. You know what I mean? And I, when I, even in my bio and my Instagram, I'm like, I hope you like boring because that's what you're going (laughs) to get. Like, there's not going to be, there's not going to be any landscapes. There's not going to be any sunsets. Right. You know? I don't shoot a lot of classic cars or right. um, things like that. It's just 
I got the subway. I got a picture of subway. <laughs> you, know, you know, like the back of the food Man. line again. So I don't know. Just to just to add to that, just a little tiny bit. I I think it is not in a conceited you have 150,000 followers kind of way, but I think it is important for you to love your own photography, like to love images that you make because I feel like that means that who cares what other people think? You know what I mean? Like I look at some of the photos that I've made, you know, some of family, some of locations where I've lived and and places that meant something to me. And I just look at those photos and I'm like, I love you. Like I just look at it and I'm like, man, that is such a special moment to me. And I think once you start appreciating and, and loving not con- not like a conceited son of a bee, but like just as a person that appreciates the craft and all the stuff that comes along with this, I think then you'll start not giving a crap about what other people right. think of your photography. Right, plus like whatever. That's, yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think that lesson kind of goes on to other parts of life and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just think that's important because I feel that way too, Jason. Like you're just like, man, I'm I'm shit, you know? And it's just like, I feel that way all the time, especially when I am signed on to Instagram and I'm just like, man, like I really try. And then I'm like, wait a second. Why am I really trying? (laughs) Like, what does it matter? It's Instagram. Right. And like, like I knew I would make a fool of myself and make a bad point, but like, I totally agree with you. And then that's like, those type things I think are, totally fine like having confidence in yourself is you need that to keep going um yeah it's just when you know people think they're better than everybody else that type, that type of stuff kind of 100 you know? it, it's it's crazy so is there any new merch coming for restore from backup because i love my shirt and i would like some more got anything in the works yeah i just talked to uh our friends at talk tees yep they got us an offer code so if you're like part of Restore from Backup and you, or you want to be a part of us and check us out, if you use RFB10, you get 10% off all your order, no matter what you get, oh. except, for, except for film and wood goods. That's like the only two okay. things that are excluded. Okay. We're in talking about making a sweatshirt, a Restore from Backup Ooh, sweatshirt. I need some uh, more sweatshirts. And then I don't know if it'll go through, but we have the idea of making like a Restore from Backup, like like swag bag or something i don't know what to call it uh but with like stickers stickers pins and coasters like in a little baggie though because like i told him as a consumer of things like when i bought y'all's pin and sticker Mm -hmm. like i didn't want to get just one so i just got the pin in the sticker so i think a lot Mm -hmm. of people feel like that so if we could put them together in like one little package where you get a pack like a pin and sticker and coasters uh, so hopefully that's in the work and hopefully we see more coming soon. Yeah, they're they're great. We we're uh we're excited to work with them as well. Yeah, I'm very yeah. I'm very excited wait. about your shirt. I'll be lined yeah. up uh, <laughs> first in line to grab one because I have I love their stuff. And when you're built like a barrel like me, uh, it's it's <laughs> nice to find a shirt that actually fits your fat body. Oh my gosh. It's so true. It is right as a as a beefy boy. Uh, it's hard to find a nice. Well, see, shirt yeah, I, I'm I, I'm short and round. That's so. how I am. I, I'm like four six. Yeah. I had the opposite problem. I was like, "Are your shirts small?" Because I'm small, you know. And I was worried, but the shirt it's like the perfect size. It's like the perfect fit. It feels so good, comfy, comfy, comfy. I think people thought I was lying when I was like, "I love talk tees." Like, no, you can ask my wife; she'll tell you. Like, I have every shirt they make. Once I yeah, find you something love that I talk like, tees. <laughs> yeah. Once I find something that I like, I'm getting all of those things in that size. So all of them are gray too. I have like no colors; they're just all gray, in different designs. <laughs> I got the blue one. The blue one looks yeah. It's nice. This one, right? Outer With the space. little world. And the, yep, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good awesome. Stuff. So are you, you're running a, another feature account as well, right? Yeah. I uh, started season film with uh, Nick and Jimbo and Kira. We all run that together. The funny story of how that started was <laughs> I thought Jimbo was on the East Coast. So I wanted an East Coast account because East Coast people are different than West Coast people. Uh, so 100%. Nick is in, yes. in the Bay Area or he's in like the Chesapeake Bay Area, Maryland. So I made an Old Bay logo because we put everything, Old Bay on everything here. <laughs> uh, and I asked Jimbo and I'm like, this is going to be awesome. They're all East Coast guys. And then Jimbo's like, hey, I'm from California. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. So that went out the window. But yeah, so we uh, we do that. Them three, they do... 99% of the work. So I just pop in here and there and, and, and help out when I can and everything. But that's that's their account. And I, I helped started it with them. But Nick and Kira and Jimbo, they do all the work. Especially Kira. She's like super rad. 
Sweet. Love it. We'll be right back with listener question for Jason right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com. Hey guys, just wanted to hop in here quick to let you know about our developing nights. Now, it is a Patreon-only special, so it's going to be the third Sunday of the month. Chris and I are going to be developing with our Patreons. We've done a couple already. They're a blast. It's just fun. It's like a couple hours. We're just chilling, developing some film, having some fun. And yeah, it's just been a total blast. So head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. There's a bunch of other stuff over there, and I'll see you guys at the end of the show. All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from alex.35mn underscore on Instagram. And I love this question. He asks, if you can go back in time, shoot alongside any photographer, who would you choose? That's a good question. Oh, my God, this is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know of him until recently, but Lewis Bolts is my favorite mm. photographer. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. I don't, I'm not. Uh, no. it, it's a lot like mine, but better. <laughs> It's like really, really boring. I love it. There's a book. He has a book I got for Christmas called Candlestick Park. I do not suggest anybody buy it. But if you're curious, <laughs> check it out first. It's literally pictures of nothing. And there's like a whole story oh, about man. Candlestick Port. I think it's in California where they tore everything down. So it's just pictures of nothing but things being torn down. But like Lewis Bolts is like my favorite photography carl bally he sent me like a picture of his and it was just like a uh like a power box behind a building and some posts in black and white and for a minute i thought it was my my photo oh just no in way. black and white and then it was also <laughs> one of like a corner of a building with like a stripe on it and i was like that could totally that could totally be a yeah, photo this I took guy, of. i'm looking now he's right up your alley yeah what's crazy is this when i saw his work it was the first time since i've been photographing and it was like, I'm on to something. Like, yeah. it was like, mm. you, you know what I mean? When people like Fred Zog and all these other photographers and they try to imitate them. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really try to imitate anybody. I was just kind of doing my own thing. And it was yeah. like, this my stuff's so unoriginal <laughs> that somebody had done this before. Even the corners of buildings and trash cans <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but I like that. That would be him. He would be my my top pick. Because I think he's, I would just want to know more about him. Because there's not a whole lot on him. Yeah. Mm. And he has a book that's um looks pretty awesome and I asked for the wrong one for Christmas. Uh, oh no. So, but I got it and it's it's cool so I'll start a little Lewis Bolts collection. Awesome. I'm glad you said that cuz I love hearing about new yeah. photographers. Great question and great answer. Thanks. Okay. Now it's the awful question time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Jason? I am. I am. Okay. If I've you had practicing. to ch- if you had to choose one camera for the rest of your life, your desert island camera, what would it be and why? So this is the hardest question ever. Yeah, no, uh, I know. <laughs> it's like asking me my favorite song. Mm-hmm. So that would be Dinosaur Jr.'s Crumble and Red Man's <laughs> Tonight Tonight. Those are my two favorite songs. And just like those songs, they're quite different. So it would be between my RB67 and my XA2. Ooh. And as sentimental Ooh. as I am towards my RB67, I don't really like shooting it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a beast, and it, yeah. It, it'd be a lot to carry around in like the sandy beaches. Right. Um, yeah. So no camera have I loved more than my XA2. So that would be my thing. Because it needs a lot of sunlight anyways, because it's kind of a slow camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fast shutter. Okay. But like you need a lot of sunlight to get the most out of it. So right. I think that would be my desert island camera. Perfect. For all that oh, sun man. you're going to get in the desert island. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Because you need it. Because if not, if the photos look underexposed, then they're going to be absolute trash. (laughs) Okay. Second part. Okay. Are you currently lusting after any cameras? Are you ready to make room on your shelf by getting rid of something because you want it so bad? (laughs) (laughs) What's your white whale camera? My white whale camera. And I'm scared to say it because I can't find one for myself. Uh You know, it's like, it's like one of those things. Like, I don't even want to say it unless somebody has one and they have one. Yeah, there you go. I'll happily buy it from you. It's a Walta Perfecta. What? A Walta? That's the the pan. Is it the Pano camera? No. Is that what that no. is? No. No. So Hold on. A, I'm googling it. A Walta Perfecta is a TLR that folds up. Did so, you post about this the other day? Yeah, I showed it to you. That's right. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. wait. Yeah. So if you could think of how a TLR works, right? You look through the top. It's showing you. You look through the top lens. Okay, so think about an old school camera that folds up 
but add an extra lens to it. So when it unfolds, it becomes a TLR that fits in your pocket. That's great. I, I, I remember looking at it and being like, what am I looking at? <laughs> yeah, I I have yet to find one for like that's in working condition. Can you uh, see Tim? Oh, my screen. I can't see it. I'm <sighs> trying to look it up. Yeah. You want me to spell it? Because it's spelled funny. It's W. I found it. Oh, you found it? I found it. Yeah, perfect yeah. is spelled funny. Yeah, with a K. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, a weird looking camera. Yeah. This is. is. If you can yeah. see the picture. Yep. Yep. That's a weird little guy. Yeah. I, I think it's the coolest thing ever. And I cannot, I can't find one. I found one on eBay the other day. It looked like it's been like dropped in the mud and beat up oh. and rusty. It was like $600. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't justify oh. that. But I want one that I can actually shoot and carry around. Yeah. Yeah. When you saw it on eBay, what was it going for? 600 for like trash condition. That oh. it, it didn't work. It sucks because it got bellows. Yeah. Um, so the bellows were like half of them were missing on the side. It had like ho- like clearly you can see like holes in it. Um, and there's like I don't even know if I say it like I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm, I'm guessing it's perfecta. That's how it seems like it's spelled. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Two, That's what it looks like. There's, yeah. There's only two YouTube videos on YouTube about the camera. One's like 30 seconds. Another one's like a minute long. Nobody speaks in the videos. Oh. And it's like all I can find. So it's like this, this is like a tease camera. for you. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's mystery like, camera. This thing is like, I know it's perfect. I know I love you. Just yeah. please, <laughs> please come home to me. I just want you so bad. Okay. Oh, Listeners, man. if you have any tips on where Jace can get hold of yeah. this camera, send Let's them get our this way. For Jason. <laughs> yeah. If somebody, I would, I would literally die if somebody <laughs> said i have one i'm like because like everybody i say it to they're like a what and i'm yeah. like a walter perfecta i'm like i'm scared i'm not even saying it right <laughs> like i think that's what it is it's a fold-up tlr that's really cool like you can't find nothing on them there's like yeah it's, it's hard so wild yeah there was only one picture in the google search yeah yeah and the only pictures of i have if of it unfolded and like so i can show somebody is from like an old ebay listing like a couple yeah, years ago yeah. so that's like all i have to go off of is this one camera that i saw oh, this, this is great yeah, this is, i love this, this is like we need this is like a whole like mystery like can yeah. can we as a community find this camera for jason that'd be pretty awesome <laughs> I'll trade. No, I don't want to put that out there. I was about to say I'll trade you my Roly Flex, but I don't. I don't. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I have a sweet Canon Rebel with a forty mil pancake. There you <laughs> go. I'll tra- I'll tra- <laughs> there you go. You can have that bad boy. Oh man. Well, Jason, this has been great. Thank you again for all that you do do for the community. Even though you feel like it's never enough, we really do appreciate it. Um, I could speak to that for for myself. Where can everybody check out you and Restore from Backup and everything you've got going on? I am jacer.hunter on Instagram. I hope you like boring photos because that's what you'll find if you search that. <laughs> um, I also help run Restore from Backup. Uh, it's just Restore from Backup on Instagram. Uh, I help run Seasoned Film. I started another curation account just for Fuji stuff. Both film and digital are welcome. So if you have a Texas like and you want your okay. picture shared, mm-hmm. uh, it's called cool. Fuji.mag. That's, that's new. I just started that. I'm on Twitter. Uh, if you send me a message, I'll answer it. I answer all my DMs. So if you have any kind of questions, comments, concerns, if you need anything at all, I'm always here for you. I'm, all, I'm, I'm open to anybody. Anything anybody ever needs, I'm, I'm here for you. I love it. That's so wonderful. Awesome. Timothy, where are you? Guys, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Timothy Makeups. I also make some film photography related YouTube videos. Easiest way to find that. Just go to the search bar, type in Timothy Makeups. You'll find a bunch of my stuff there. Chris, where are you? So I'm Chris B. Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter, Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram, and we have a Facebook page and a group you can join and share photos and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Jason, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was so fun. This was great, Jason. This was a a blast. I had a wonderful time with y'all. Definitely. Have you ever seen that picture and it's like a guy eating cereal next to like a poster of like people talking and it's like Mm -hmm. making fun of podcasts and it's like how it's like hanging out with my friends, but it's just Uh, like a picture of them. Yes, 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 yes. I I listen to all your podcasts. I'm a proud Patreon supporter. Uh, You know what I mean? Like anything y'all ever need. And that's why I try to make it a point to like new analog talks out for only a dollar. You can do it for it. I do appreciate that. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, like, man. Fuck people. Come on, man. It's a buck. Like, I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a buck. Like, I, I subscribe to a bunch of, pa- like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I subscribe to a bunch of Patreons. But, like, come on, man. Like, your people are getting hours of entertainment. You can't throw somebody a dollar or buy a pen or a sticker. 
We appreciate that, Jason. Thank yeah, you. Thank thanks you. so much. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. First off, Chris and I would like to thank Jason for coming on the show. This was so much fun. We're so glad that we finally got you on the show. I mean, what you do for the community is outstanding. Like, we love it. We're huge fans. We're obsessed, as Chris said during the show. It's amazing, and you're definitely one of the realest out there. Jason, we love you. Thanks for coming on and, and taking the time to hang out. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. We have a bunch of stuff over there. And just for a buck, you can get the show two days early. So that's on Monday days. We also have developing nights. So that's always the third Sunday of the month. We've done a couple of those, like I said, in the middle of the show, just a blast. It's fun to hang out with you guys and just, you know, just chill, have some fun, talk shop, nerd out. We also have a bunch of other Patreon exclusives. We're going to be doing after shows. Now that we're back, we're going to be doing Patreon specials, like studio tours of our guests and stuff like that. Just a bunch of stuff we have lined up for the year, which is exciting for all the patrons who already help support the show. Guys, we do not know what we would do without you. You definitely help free up some time for us to get more stuff done. We appreciate it. We can't thank you enough. You guys are the best. Again, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Check it out. If it's something you like, sign up. That's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. But again, thanks, Jason. We'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode. And uh, yeah, later, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.